Hi everyone, welcome to another episode of Soul Velocity and this is your host Snehal Singh. This is a special series, The Calling, where we are talking to great leaders who, are, who have found their calling and are following the path and are going to share with us their journeys of how did they get here and how did they face the challenges and what are they looking forward to in their lives. And today I have a special, special, special guest. Uh, I have met him only once, but I've stayed in touch and I think he has influenced my life in such beautiful ways. And who am I talking about? I am talking about Christopher Salem. He's the CEO of CRS Group Holdings. He's uh, the, which has mentors and consultants with entrepreneurs, business leaders, sales professionals, and companies to build and protect their brands by raising their level of influence as trusted advisors to maximize their results. I personally have read his book, Master Your Inner Critic, Resolve the Root Cause, Create Prosperity, which also went viral and uh, it was an international bestseller in 2016. He's also co-authored a recent edition of Mastering the Art of Success with Jack Canfield. So now you know there is so much that we're going to learn from him today and also understand how his journey has been. He also has a weekly radio show, Sustainable Success, which is a part of the Voice America Influencers channel. And it is amazing. I have tuned in so many times and I definitely recommend you should go there. I will be adding those links for sure, guys. But first of all, Christopher, thank you. Thank you. Thank you so much for being here today and, uh, you know, doing this. So. Snail, it's, it's a pleasure to be here. Thank you for having me on your show this morning. Absolutely. So, Chris, I know a little bit about you because it was a short meeting. I think we did, uh, you know, we interacted a little bit and then I read your book and I was amazed by yeah. it. But tell me a little bit more about how did you get onto this path of, you know, influencing and, uh, you know, helping others because that's what you majorly do. You help others find their potential and expand it and take it to the next level. How did all of this start? Well, it, you know, I think it was all in the making for, in the last 20 years. <laughs> I know that sounds like a long time, but, you know, my first 30 years on the planet uh, were not <laughs> so spectacular. I, I, I had struggled and was frustrated for most of my first 30 years here on this planet. You know, I, I at the time, you know, I, I didn't know at this when, when I was going through this, but I, I had, had not only been struggling with ADHD and the symptoms of, of that, but also, you know, also suffering from my own internal limited beliefs, which at the time I didn't know what they were or even know what, even if, if, they, if they were the culprit of why I was having such frustration in my life. But nonetheless, I just went through life without really a lot of direction and my, my self-esteem and my lack of confidence was something I truly felt inside, even though I projected otherwise to the outside world. But nonetheless, I struggled. But when I went through a life, life-changing uh, transformation back 20-something years ago, it was during that time that I, I said to myself, God, there is so much freedom in living your truth, really, really getting in aligned with your core values, the values that define who you are and why you do what you do. And I said from right then and then, when I went through this transformation, which was over a two-year period, that I said to myself, I'm going to show up each and every day to be the example for others. I'm not going to tell people how, when, or why to do it. 
I'm just going to be the example so that they can draw their own conclusion, what that means to them and what they can do to do that for themselves. And it was from there that I really came into this realization that a true influencer is someone that empowers by example. They don't try to persuade someone to see their point of view or you know, to support their opinion as fact. It's about, again, just being the example and allowing people to you know, find that within themselves. And that is something I've been doing now for 20 years. And as an executive coach and a CEO, corporate trainer, and professional speaker that I've been using different platforms to help people do that for themselves. And again, I do this through, you know, again, trainings and speaking through uh, podcasts, radio shows, having my own show. And this is what I do today to teach people how to become trusted advisors in their business, why you do what you do versus just what you do. You connect with others based upon similar core values. And, and there's, nothing, there's, there's nothing like the gift of, of being the example for others to find within themselves. I love that. And, you know, you gave me such a beautiful perspective because most of the times, and especially with the new influencers that are coming up, we see that they learn something and they just want to teach it first without actually experiencing the journey themselves and, you know, uh, implementing it. And as you said, being the example that this works, I think our life is the biggest proof. If it works, it will show. And you are so right. It's not about everyone's opinion. Uh, you know, uh, everyone agreeing to what I think is right, but everyone finding what their right looks like and, you know, following through with that. It's about the why. I love, love, love that. Um, so has this journey been easy? Oh. No, it hasn't. <laughs> but here's the thing. I can say for the first 30 years, it was frustrating. And I, you know, I dealt with it with anger. I lived my life in anger. However, in the last 23 years, because I'm 53 years old now, that, that I could say even through those challenges and setbacks, it's all been part of the process. I've embraced and committed to the process controlling what I can, owning my role and duties in life and business, and letting go of the rest, learning to give without expectation from empathy and kindness and receive without resistance. So it's just my attitude of gratitude that I look at the challenges and setbacks in a diff with a different way of thinking from a growth mindset rather than the fixed mindset. So in the last 23 years, has it been easy? No. But have I enjoyed every step of the process of what I've become and what I've helped others to do for themselves? Absolutely. So I, my thinking and how I approach things is much different or completely different than I did in my first 30 years. So it, it, it's about embracing the process and letting the desired results that you seek be a byproduct of that process. True, very true. And I think it's said, right? And I so believe in it. It's not just about reaching the destination. It's about the journey to reach that destination is what really matters. And uh, yes, it is not easy. But I think, and tell me if I'm right here or uh, if, if it, if, if it uh, you know, resonates with what, what you say and what you do. I think we all experience those heartbreaks or uh, those setbacks and failures. But it's about how long do I choose to stay there 
and shift or move towards, as you said, the growth mindset, looking for what has worked for me, what did I learn, and shifting from the stage of this happened to me to how can I make the situation also work for me? What did I learn and move forward? So what what do you think? Is that is that the way you look at these things? I I do, Chanel, I do. And there, again, there's no right or wrong answer. Everyone is going to have their perception. You know, it's all about, again, I don't believe in a world of right and wrong. It's all about how people look at things. But nonetheless, I support exactly what you're saying because you can't appreciate from gratitude or where you are unless you've gone through completely the opposite experience. So if, you know, if, if life were so perfect, you know, and then it's not, but if it were, then you really wouldn't have this, this gratitude and respect for yourself and others and the world. If you haven't gone through some of those challenges, these challenges and setbacks or things that happen to you are not hap are not happening to do harm to you. They're happening to make you become more than you cap that you feel that you are and that, that you can't be where you're at unless you go through these. So they're actually blessings in disguise. Again, it's how you look at it differently from a, uh, a growth versus a fixed mindset, looking at the setbacks and challenges as blessings and opportunities to grow and expand. Sometimes we have to fall apart to come together. Sometimes we have to take four or five steps backward to take 10 steps forward. So again, it's not looking at the doom and gloom and why is this happening, excuses, complaining. It's looking at this to say, hey, I can't control this aspect of it, but I can control this. But I'm going to be present in the moment, embracing the process and keep moving ahead to the results I seek. So again, it's not trying to control the things we can't. That's what leads to expectations going unfulfilled feeling frustrated, angry, whatever the case may be, but trusting the process. So absolutely, just again, different way of thinking. Love it. And yes, yes, yes. Uh, I, I so resonate with what you're saying because um, I have learned gratitude from the experiences. So I've been that person, you know, who used to crib, look at everything that is wrong in my life and talk about how everything is happening to me and the world is against me to bring in the shift and the transformation to where I am today. And it is the gratitude, you know, the attitude of gratitude. And it's about being in the moment and being present, which has changed or transformed my life personally. So I want to ask you this, Chris, and you, this is something that you do on daily basis and you've been doing it for way longer. Like I am so new in this journey of, you know, uh, helping individuals, business owners or leaders to find their why and who they are. You have been doing this for so long. So what would you say to a person who's sitting right at those crossroads, wondering where they know what their path looks like and what they should do, and they are they're feeling that calling towards it, but then there's that realistic word of logic and you know the, of enough experiences which are saying that this is a better path. So what would you say to that individual who's at that crossroads wondering, should I or should I not? So what I would say is it always starts with awareness. You know, you have to ask yourself, are you really where you want to be? And if you're not, you just accept where you are, but make a commitment to the process to move forward to get to where you want to be. So again, it's, it's really understanding, are you really coming from your core values or someone else's because you've been led to believe that's the way it should be? 
I grew up in a household and my mom and dad were like this and they, they expected us children to be the same. Uh, I, you know, I've been around certain gurus and they do this, this, and this, and I admire that, but why am I becoming just like them? I'm not them. I'm me. So it's learning to really understand what are your true core values? What do you want and what do you desire to do? What is your purpose and why, what is that? Why? Now, the only reason why a lot of people have clouded judgment or confusion there is because they have what we call limited beliefs that go back to childhood that affected some aspect of their development to kind of steer them off course. This is something very common in every person in their lives. It's just becoming aware that, that there are limited beliefs behind the scenes that need to be addressed first before you can really truly find your why, align with that purpose, align with those true core values that resonate with you are, that is going to make you more real and relatable to others. And more importantly, they feel you relate to them. That is a true influencer. That is a true trusted advisor. So again, it's getting to the root cause of limited beliefs. And the only way you can do that is embracing a process through meditation and journaling, among other things, but those two being the most important, that you can get your subconscious mindset to talk to your conscious mindset over time to figure out where those limited beliefs come from, often tied to a parent, and how do you experience it? For me, it was anger. That's how I experienced my limited beliefs, and it all tied back to for this need to be validated. See, when I was growing up, I didn't, my father was not around. He was always busy traveling, so my mother played the father and mother role. But again, a mother can't do everything that a father is supposed to do. Nonetheless, I grew up with no direction from, from a father's point of view. And because of this need for validation, I put that onto others. That meant putting high expectation onto others, which went unfulfilled, which led to me being angry. I, it, it led me down a codependent uh, uh, path in terms of behavior, in terms of communication that led to more anger and frustration. So in order to break those patterns, I had to really make amends, not only with my father, that where the, the limited beliefs stemmed from, but most importantly myself in knowing that I didn't need to be validated by anyone, nor did I need to validate myself. I just needed to show up in the moment each and every day to control what I can, let go of what I can, to be who I was at that time moving forward and to embrace the process with my values. When I came from that place, I shifted from a fixed to a growth mindset, freeing myself from expectations tied to outcomes and embracing a process that in the moment would lead to the results I seek. Sometimes it wasn't according to plan, but nonetheless, I got there, controlling what I can and letting go of what I can. So that, in essence, is, you know, I mean, I can go into more length, but more of the process to get out of the problem and into the solution. And meditating, journaling every day of your life. I've been doing that for 20, almost 22 years now. And it has changed the quality of my life, not only for the better, but it has helped others, through my example, do the same for them. Thank you. Thank you, Chris, for sharing that because in a way you took me back to certain moments of my life because I think anger has been my way of expressing as well and the need for validation, as you said. Um, and I think this is the power of story, right? When, when we connect the dots and understand, okay, this is what could have been my limiting belief. And when there is awareness, 
the power of that limiting belief just starts, you know, reducing and we, we can now replace it with a new one. So thank you. Thank you for sharing that. Before I ask you the last question, which is my favorite question, I want to ask you, is there anything that you want to say to our audience today? Give yourself permission to be you. Give yourself permission that it's okay to feel what you're feeling right now. If you're not in a good place, it's okay. It's okay that you're not feeling right, but you can feel better, but it, no one is going to do that for you. All the answers are from within. You have to make the commitment to do your part, to own your role and duties, and to control what you can. So you have to take the initiative. The process can be whatever that means to you. It could be your higher power, your faith, your religion, and allowing that process to do its part, the things that you can't control. But the process can't do everything for you. And that's the mistake a lot of people make because they're waiting for someone to come make them feel happy. They're waiting for someone to make them successful. They're waiting for someone to open up a new door for them. But yet, all of that has to happen with your initiative, being proactive, getting to the root cause of what's limiting you before you can build your success foundation. I see so many people putting the cart before the horse. They want the prize. They want the results. They're spending a lot of money for all the hype, but they're not investing in themselves from within to build their foundation. It's like a house. You want to build a beautiful home? You got to first build that foundation. You got to excavate the land properly. You got to build a firm foundation free from cracks and so on. Build that foundation first and everything that goes on top of that will be more sustainable. So that way, when you ride the roller coaster of life and business, you're not going up and down with it like most people do. You're riding in the middle and that's where you want to be. That's what we call harmony because there's no such thing as perfection. So if you're going to you know, embrace the process, you taking the initiative and, and really riding the roller coaster of life and business in the middle and experiencing harmony, that's where true freedom in, in what your true being will really be reflected and, and also to be an example for others to do the same. I love that. Thank you. Um, in a way, you have answered my question that I was going to ask, but I will still go ahead and ask because I love, love, love this question. Just to understand, okay? And that is, Chris, what, what would you like to leave as your legacy? What I'd like to leave as my legacy is that, that, you know, to continue to provide the awareness that we are all capable of being, you know, showing up to be our better selves. It's not to be the best. We live in a competitive world. We're all out, we're all out to outdo each other. It's not about that. It's about showing up to be your best, to collaborate and add value to others. You can't give what you don't have. And too many people are caught up in giving to others what they don't have. You're not really serving them. Serve yourself, give to yourself, develop that success foundation, and you will then give the greatest gift that you will ever give anyone by being the example for others. That's what I'm here on this planet to do. That is my purpose. That is my mission as an, a trusted advisor and an influencer to help others in their roles in life and business to do, to not only grow their businesses, but to really leave a mark and add value and leave their own legacies for their families, communities, and businesses. I love, 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 love that. 
everything that you have said today, Chris, has opened up new doors of information, has brought in so much more clarity. And I'm pretty sure most of the listeners are going to be like, I know that. I think I just need to go ahead and do it. I think I know this. I knew it. I just have to go ahead and do it. So in a way, you have answered most of the unasked questions. So thank you. Thank you for doing that. And once again, thank you so much for being here and giving me your time um, and just being there. You have always been there at, at, you know, every time I've messaged you, emailed you, you have responded and you've been there. So thank you. Thank you for just being amazing and living what you're saying you do. So you definitely are a great leader who leads by examples and you have touched my life personally. So thank you. Thank you. Thank you for doing this. Thank you for having me the opportunity to share and help. Absolutely. And thank you guys for listening in. That was Christopher Salim for you. And uh, I will see you very, very, very soon with another guest where we'll talk about our journeys of finding a calling and following the path. Thank you guys. Take care. And remember that you're born abundant. All you need to do is claim your abundance by taking one step at a time. Chris, you were saying something? Oh, no, no, I was just, it went, it, it just kind of cut out there for a second and uh, that was it. Nope, I, no. Awesome. So see you guys. We will see you very, very, very soon.